back to episode 15 of the Unintentional Grounding podcast. We took a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, we were recording a little bit before the NFL season started. Turns out the NFL season has come and passed. <laughs> uh, ended yesterday, week 18. And now we're back. And we're going to talk about the season, our thoughts on it, things that surprised us, disappointments, surprises good surprises as well uh josh what is going on my man how are you and also how did you feel about this nfl season it is it's good to be back it's kind of wild we took what a four-month hiatus like almost exactly four to the day was when we released our <laughs> preseason pretty much <laughs> pod, just like we drew it that's up. fine exactly just how we drew it up no, but uh, I'm good generally. You know, the winter winter fog is always something that hits me every year. Um, but you know, other than that, I'm 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 doing well. Um, yeah, excited to talk about football. This season has been pretty good. I would say for myself, I've watched and paid attention to the NFL season less this year than ever before. Um, I'm not completely sure how much of that was just I wasn't. Like normally fantasy football draws me in and I'm super stoked for fantasy football. And I had a great time this year, but I just wasn't, you know, I wasn't spending my, all my time paying attention to it. I wasn't really gambling on football so much this season. Um, and the games are just kind of, you know, they're long, they're long and I enjoy the action and, you know, the world cup happened and I'm watching basketball all the time. And that's just, you know, I've just found that more interesting. So I haven't watched a ton, but it's been, I mean, the games that I did catch were great. I caught pretty much every Patriots game um and yeah <laughs> yeah i'm excited for the playoffs though because there, there are a lot of good teams a couple surprises um and you know the next year is going to be interesting i think there's because there's a lot of teams that didn't make it that i and organizations that i think will be back next year playing good football yeah i mean um, every, do you have any takes yeah i mean every year the nfl throws you know we have, we have all of our thoughts coming into the season and then there's a couple teams that you know throw us off that We'll talk about the Broncos later, but like just crazy surprises where you think a team's going to be good and they're bad. You think a team's going to be bad and they're good. NFL is really hard to predict year over year unless you're talking about a team like, I guess, the Chiefs that have like a franchise quarterback and a good coach. And you know that those two things are always going to be dependable. But most teams aren't like that. So you kind of it's kind of never know what's going to happen. I guess we can do a quick recap by division. So why don't we start in the AFC East, our division, my New York Jets, our division. your New England <laughs> Patriots. Unfortunately, our teams are the two teams from the AFC East that did not make the playoffs this year. I th- I'd, say, yeah. I'd say both of our teams had high hopes at various points throughout the season. And uh, yeah, now their season is over. Uh, yeah, I mean the Pats lost yesterday. Come, it came down to the last week of the season to see if they could get in, and they definitely played a pretty good game against the Bills. You know, our special teams did not come through yesterday. Gave up two kickoff return touchdowns. Um, you hate to see it, but you know, for most of the season and up until the last, I don't know, six weeks or so, the Dolphins were you know considered pretty pretty good, damn good football team, and you know, I think. Through like 10 weeks, people were kind of talking, are they going to be the best team in the AFC East? Are they going to be one of the better teams in the AFC? And, you know, Tua going down was pretty brutal for them. But, uh, you know, they're in the playoffs, and I think Tua will be back. Um, 
I'm not completely sure about that. I don't. I but, uh, I think he's probably not going to be back for the first round match matchup. We'll, oh, okay. we'll talk about that in a bit. But I, uh, based on the betting line, at least he's not. Um, yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I think the two teams that should be in the playoffs are in the playoffs. Yeah. From our division. No. No. I mean that totally. That makes sense. And you know, I think the Jets are a pretty complete team, minus the most important position in football, the quarterback position. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about the Jets because I could go on and on, but the 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 explain like I'm five of the New York Jets season was great team, no quarterback. And when you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter how good the rest of your team is. So hopefully we'll find a quarterback next year, whether that's Lamar, whether that's even Derek Carr would be better. Although I don't particularly love Derek Carr either. Uh, but Zach Wilson ain't it. We know that much. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel, think we, I feel similarly about Mac Jones who is definitely improved, but, um, and a much better quarterback, but still not. I still don't think good enough. And he really can't throw the ball downfield. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, the Patriots this whole year really weren't it. Honestly, like not just about Mac, but like they the Patriots had a lot of penalties this year, which is like very uncharacteristic. It seems like coaching, which is almost always something that is a strength of theirs relative to their opponent each week. Uh, often this year was actually a weakness. It seems like their coaching was not very good especially on the offensive side, you know, we don't need to get into the whole thing other than Matt Patricia is not an offensive coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. That would, Um, I still don't understand that. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah. So I don't know, I guess, I guess, you know, in in terms of like their records, you know, if we were predicting their records in the beginning of the season, I don't know, like I'm not that surprised that, the Jets finished seven and 10 and that the Patriots finished eight and nine. Like those aren't shocking outcomes to me. I think the Jets betting line was like maybe five and a half or six and a half or something. And uh, the Patriots were probably somewhere in the eight to nine, nine and a half range as well. So not super shocking in terms of the actual paper results. But if you have the context of having watched these teams during the season, you're definitely surprised at how good the Jets defense was. And you're surprised at how bad the Pats offense was, I, I would say, as well as the Jets offense. Um, but yeah, these, yeah. these teams are a bunch, you know, a bunch of losers anyway. So let's talk about the winners in the AFC. <laughs> the Dolphins have clearly unlocked something under Mike McDaniel. Like Tua under Mike McDaniel is clearly a competent quarterback. I'm not a Tua truther. I don't think he is in the top tier of quarterbacks. He threw so many bad passes this year that almost got intercepted, but were dropped. <laughs> so I think his stats look a lot better than at least that one stat category of interceptions is a lot lower than maybe it should be. He also had a lot of great throws. He though. also had a lot of great throws. He's very accurate. Tyreek is obviously, you know, a beast. And a lot of people were like, Tyreek's not going to be that good now that he's not on the Chiefs. But, and I was one of those people for the record. I'm, totally yeah, definitely were. willing to admit i'm wrong there and and i was and then but you know the, the problem with the dolphins dude is like they're i honestly see them as a three-man team in the sense that like like tua if he's healthy and jalen waddle and tyreek hill like that's their team on offense like yes they can run the ball and they're capable of Don't running forget about the ball. moster buddy yeah no, no, no. like <laughs> they have guys they have decent guys but like that is really like the core stars of their team and then like on defense their defense is competent but it's i don't think it's anything that special and i just i agree well i guess we'll talk about it later in the pod but yeah i don't 
I'm, I, I think the Dolphins are one of those teams that like might be good in the regular season every year, and I'm not sure about the playoffs. But anyways, we'll see yeah. about that. Definitely pleasantly surprised at how good Tua and Tyreek was. Um, and then the Bills. Yeah, and then the and then the Bills. Yeah, I mean the Bills kind of did what they were expected to do. Um, they lost to the Chiefs though, right? Which is why no, they, last week they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Dang! So that Bengals Bills game getting canceled definitely kind of fucked them. I didn't I didn't realize that because they would have wrapped up the one seed if they ended up beating the Bengals. They would have been tied. Yes, but I'm I'm pretty sure that if the AFC Conference Final is Bengals Chief, is Bills Chiefs that they are going to play that game on a neutral field because oh right because the Bills got kind of got fucked over so right I remember um, hearing that yeah so yeah the Bill I mean the Bills were fantastic you know one of the best teams in the league kind of did what they were supposed to do and even though I, I will say they didn't look phenomenal down the stretch like they they gave had, up a lot of points during the season yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I mean, actually they didn't. They gave up the fewest points in the AFC East is what I'm looking really? at. Really? Uh, maybe fewest, anecdotally it just feels like. the second fewest points in the NFL. Yeah, down the stretch, though, it just didn't feel like they were super, super dumb. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they bring in the playoffs. And I think the whole, the DeMar Hamlin thing could be a huge boost for them. You know, they're just, they totally can't come together and just click on every level and i could totally see that happening yeah um, I, I could see that happening although I, I honestly i think that this bills team is is the worst of the last three years like for the for the I purposes kind of, agree, of the playoffs yeah. like first off they don't have micah hyde massive loss in the secondary jordan poyer has also been dealing with injuries all season um Losing Demar Hamlin obviously doesn't help, but like you said, from a motivational standpoint, rallying sort of together off of that that crazy incident might might be sort of good for the for the mental side of the game. Now that they know he's safe and okay, um, but yeah, I just I don't know. This Bills team is like, you know, Josh Allen is as good as ever, but I think the offensive line is a little bit worse and. Yeah, I don't know. I just have questions. Like, I just don't see the Bills. Uh, well, like the Bills are capable of beating any team in the league. Let's let's be clear about that. Yes, absolutely. But I don't see them as the same type of juggernaut this year as I did in past playoff years. I agree. And I don't really think there is a juggernaut in the AFC. You know, you could say the Chiefs are maybe a juggernaut. I don't think they are. I think every team has some weaknesses this year. Um, yeah, I definitely agree. But yeah, Bills go yeah. thirteen and three. Uh, and one of their losses was a fluke loss to the Vikings, who are we'll get to in a bit, who are absolute frauds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good job by the Bills, I guess. They kind of did what was expected of them, and uh, seven and seven and one at home, six and two on the on the road, nine and two in the yeah. conference, four and two in the division. Yeah. So they were dang good. All right, so AFC North. Um, let's just start with the Bengals. I mean. I I am so high on the Bengals. <laughs> I mean, I was last year too. You know, I just <clears throat> Joe Burrow is him, man. Joe Burrow is so good. Their offense is so good. Their defense has stepped up. I just uh, yeah, as the season continued, I just feel like the Bengals are coming, man. They are like the first half, you know, Burrow was coming back from the injury. I think they had some injuries on and off throughout the season with their with their star players, but 
as soon as they started ramping up, they just look so good. And I just, I can't see them not being a threat for like the next, I mean, like five, 10 years, as long as Joe Burrow's there. Um, they obviously went to the Super Bowl last year. They have some experience. Uh, I don't know. I think no one wants to play the Bengals. I mean, no one wants to play the Chiefs, Bengals, or Bills. I mean, I think the AFC is just hard in general. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, those three teams are definitely a step above the other ones. Not to say that they can't lose, but I think those three teams are, yeah, they're they're just they're jugg- I mean, we don't like you said there aren't really juggernauts, but those three teams are really good. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm so high on the Bengals. <laughs> I'm super excited to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I mean, I am too, and I I think this year, now that we've seen a full sample, a fuller sample of their defense being good heading into the playoffs i'm a lot more sort of respectful i should say of the Bengals. (laughs) you know last year i was i was trying to fade them all the time and that didn't work until the super bowl yeah and it almost didn't work in the super bowl either so yeah i definitely see them as one of the better teams and i think joe burrow is him like you said and and like he's he's got that brady vibe of like he's not the most athletic he's not the fastest he doesn't have the biggest arm necessarily but he's like the guy you want in the playoffs in the yeah. clutch moments. So yeah, I, I mean, impressive. I didn't think they were going to win the division. I thought the Ravens would. Um, and I'm not, the Ravens probably would have had they had Lamar. Right. So I'm not necessarily sure my take there was bad, but because the Ravens still had 10 wins somehow, but um, right. Yeah, it's kind of amazing. Do the Ravens are another team that I'm just like, I kind of think they they're frauds for the playoffs, though. I don't know. Like, I just don't see them beating the Bengals in the first round. We'll talk about that. But oh, I, I, I agree. I just, yeah, the Ravens every year. I mean, and, and especially all these Lamar years, even the past few that he's been injured, it's just like they managed to rack up wins and get in the playoffs and then lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean, like, the, I, I don't really see that not happening this year. I just don't think that the Ravens' style on offense is is a uh, is a consistently replicable one for success in this nfl you really need to have more than just mark andrews and yes they had rashad bateman who appears to be pretty good but you know season he's out for the year yeah um they they need to add another playmaker of some sort and and they also need to re-sign lamar at the end of you know if they can i guess they could franchise tag him but there's just some weird there's some weird i don't know if you've been following the lamar injury thing but there's like some weird stuff there where you think he's not playing yeah, because of yeah, the money thing? Yeah, I do. I think I think he was avoiding that because he didn't want to make the injury worse. And I think for the playoffs maybe it's a little bit different, but yeah, I agree. I don't know. I just I'm, you know, he didn't they they couldn't come to an agreement on a contract extension before the season started and so I'm just a little I'm just wondering like I'm wondering as a Jets fan too like you know, is there a chance that Lamar is going to leave this team but We'll see what happens. I definitely think there's a chance. I, I just don't know. If, if defense, he leaves, their team is nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree. Their defense is very capable, and Harbaugh has always been a great coach. I think, you know, next year their defense could be one of the best in the league. I think, I mean, their defense every year has a chance to be one of the best in the league. Whether they show up or not is a different question. But at least in the AFC, I mean, they gave up the second fewest points, you know, so their defense was still, you know, it's just their offense is kind of the, the troubling thing. Yeah, and um, they were up big on the Bills before the yeah, Bills had that comeback. They were up too. big, like, three games and choked all those games. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, 10 and 7, 
given yeah, no I mean, they Lamar, definitely could have won the division. Good. Andrews was also hurt a lot this year. Yeah, he was. Um, so yeah, yeah. Uh, st- uh, they make the playoffs. Good for them. Steelers somehow. Res- Mike Tomlin resurrects another winning season with this roster. Yeah. Very Tomlin's impressive, goated, man. I I, yeah. I was high like, on the Steelers. I I put like a dollar on them to win the Super Bowl at like ninety to one at the beginning of the year, <laughs> and like I personally think that that wasn't that bad of a bet. I mean. It wasn't yeah, a great I mean, they bet. missed their star defender pretty much the entire year. Yeah, and like and I didn't they, know that. Um, but like, yeah, yeah they, and then, they, then they switch quarterbacks. If they Pickett can, looks pretty solid. If they can their fix the offensive line, the offensive yeah. line needs to be fixed. Pickens is going to be a star if he's, you know, people were saying that he has off the field and attitude issues, you know, in the lead up to the draft last year, and maybe that's why he fell because he certainly has like physical attributes and talent. And we haven't seen any off-field stuff really this year, so I think that yeah, might have just haven't. been kind of BS. And it seems like he's like a real—he's going to be a real dude for them. So I'm actually yeah. pretty high on the Steelers going forward. But good, Same. like phenomenal job by Mike Tomlin to to get them to nine and eight, having to go toggle between um, you know Trubisky and and Pickett throughout the year. One gets a concussion, the other comes in. He gets a concussion, the other comes in. Yeah. Pickett does have yeah, like, and they were they almost made the playoffs yesterday. You know, they had the Dolphins lost; they would have been it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and I think we didn't expect that really of them. So, so I think that the, their season was overall a success. And then the Browns go seven Absolutely. and ten. Um, Jacoby Brissett was the starter until week thirteen, I believe, when Deshaun Watson came back from his suspension. Jacoby Brissett was like actually pretty good, and Deshaun Watson was awful. Yeah, he so was. I have no yeah. fucking idea what's going on there. I think that that team, I think, is kind of going back to being trash in in the next few years because we'll see. We'll see. I mean, maybe maybe Watson ends up sort of coming back to form eventually, but like if what we saw the last what is it five six weeks where he played was a sample like he's not good and there yeah, he just didn't he did not look good that's for sure and didn't they, they went three and three didn't they send the home someone from practice the other day because he said he like wasn't coming back was that Jadavia yeah, I, I don't know it might have been I don't know like, but yeah it's just I mean, like weird well, dude. I know the conversation we had to begin the year was that if Brissette can get them I think I said at the high end six wins but realistically we saw four and he got them four for him to for Watson to come back and if Watson could get four or five wins you know they'd be in the playoff conversation and they got three with Watson back and four with Brissett yeah you know they missed the playoffs and next year I think I I do imagine that their offense will be better next year I think Watson is still very good um I I just don't know about that I just don't know that that's true like he looked awful dude he looked awful this in what he played this season and like I'm not saying he definitely can come back but for me now we're in the stage of you need to show me before i'm gonna believe it oh absolutely i agree um yeah so we'll we'll see what they look like yeah they're definitely not you know i think i imagine they could definitely be on the cusp of playoff conversation for the next several years but taking that leap that i think they imagined when they signed him i i don't see that happening at the moment yeah fair enough um um afc south so we got the jags clutching up on the last day of the season um a heck of a turnaround i think they went six and two or seven and two down the stretch something like they won their last five to close the season yeah yeah um you know this this was a team that kind of just needed to figure it out and play some games and eventually peterson 
his magic touch again seemed to pay off and you know they're humming they they look pretty pretty dang good and uh, what's his name their quarterback who I'm blanking on his name Trevor Lawrence he yeah Trevor Lawrence I mean he he's been great their offenses look great um you know I think everyone thought Trevor Lawrence was him when they drafted him and boy last year was a disaster but um an insane turnaround to get into the playoffs and I think you know they're live dogs I don't anticipate them beating anyone but they could um and imagine if they maintain the staff and people stay healthy they'll they'll be a serious problem next year yeah i actually this division's not great (laughs) yeah yeah uh i have a take for the first round with the jaguars that we'll get to when when we get there but uh i was definitely impressed by this team and i think yeah largely it was coaching improvements You, you go from urban meyer to doug peterson clearly based on what we saw last year that's a huge improvement um and like they have talent offensively like Christian yeah, they Kirk, do. they signed in the offseason. He was very good. Everyone um, they signed, you know, broke all their personal records, had fantastic seasons, and all the people we said they overpaid for and were, like, you know, kind of mediocre guys played really well. Yeah, uh, Doug Peterson resurrected the corpse of Evan Ingram and turned him into an actually good tight end again, which is hilarious because yeah, he just never could do that outside of his rookie season on the Giants. Uh, I shout will out, say shout though, out to I, Jake Storms. I'm, <laughs> I'm curious how well Ingram would have been on the Giants though this year because the Giants were obviously very improved this year as well. I imagine he would have had a better year. I would, I, can't I would guess he would have had so. This good a year, but he definitely probably would have had a good year. Yeah, he probably would have been good. Um, so two of my more disappointing teams were the Titans and Colts, who we can kind of talk about the same. Both of them, you know, well, actually, I mean, Titans alone this year looked pretty good for about half the year. I know you were super low on Derrick Henry. I was very high, and he came back and had, you know, like another top five rushing year. He wasn't number one, number two. Um, his injury definitely, I think, brought him a little step back. He's not dominating every game. But uh, they look good. Tannehill goes down near the end of the year. They can't win the division. Um, and, you know, I think they have a lot of question marks about what they're going to be next year and the years to come. Um, whether they switch quarterbacks, what they're going to do with Henry, that defense needs to improve. Um, but I think that Mike Rabel touch we thought about like last year or two years ago is kind of, kind of gone. Um, you know, I think he's a good coach, but this team just doesn't have enough going for them. And the Colts were just a dumpster fire this year. I was so high on the Colts coming in. I was so excited. I was like, they're a quarterback away. Maybe Matt Ryan can be that guy. And they were so bad. Their offensive line was awful. Taylor was injured a lot. Matt Ryan got injured slash they just were switching him and Ellinger all season. And yeah, it's just, this team was so bad. They signed whatever their new head coach and he's not it. And it's just, Oh, I'm, I'm so disappointed because I was so high on this team and I thought their potential was really high as well, but they, I, I don't, I can't really imagine they come back next year looking like some juggernaut like they did last year. It just seems like a lot is in flux with the Colts with their coaching situation um i don't think jeff saturday is going to be the coach would be my guess after he blew well yeah. he blew the lead he blew he lost he lost the game in week 18 to the texans um yeah but also he blew that game where they, he was up like 33 to 0 against the vikings or whatever and, and they ended up losing that game somehow worst defeat in like football it, in the history of, like that. in the history of football yeah yeah, um, pretty bad. So yeah, the Colts not good. I mean, I th- I think I was right, spot on about the Colts' offensive line being questionable going in when I said that going into the year, and and that ended up being the case. 
Obviously, it doesn't way more than questionable. I mean, didn't Quentin Nelson go down too or something? Well, I mean, Quentin Nelson might have gotten hurt, I think. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was injury prone this year. Defensively, they had some good games, but they lost some guys. So, yeah, I just don't really know or care about the Colts. Yeah, Shaq Leonard was out for a lot. Yeah, In full disclosure. um, The Titans, like, they were 7-3 and in Week 10 or after Week 10. And then they lost their last seven. And a lot of that has to do with Tannehill's injury. Um, But even without the injury, I think this team, I think I was generally right about this team when I was lower on them than higher. Like even if he had stayed healthy, I I just, I think they are one of those, they're a scrappy team. They always show up to play, but like this year, I just don't think they really had enough talent. Like Robert Woods clearly isn't the same guy he used to be. Um, Traylon Burks is definitely showing he might be something in the league, but it took Mm -hmm. a while in the regular season to get there. Definitely. Derrick Henry, you know, you just talked about he turned in another good season, but you know, he he also missed how much he's got left in the tank. And yeah, it's like how much does he really have left? So I'm just I I don't know, man. Like the Titans don't have a real quarterback. I mean, Tannehill is a real quarterback, but like how long how much longer is he gonna be on the team? I agree. Uh, We we know Malik Willis. They may go to their Yeah, they may go to Malik next year and we'll boy, he needs to make some improvements i i don't think great. he's gonna last very long in this league man yeah i wouldn't be surprised and then the texans who <laughs> managed to win their last game of the season and lock up the number two seed yeah. and hey if they had lost they would have had the number one they rescued and victory from the jaws of defeat in that game but in reality they rescued defeat from the jaws of victory because they didn't get the first overall pick <laughs> yeah and then they fired lovey smith i think today or last night which i was disappointed by but this, I mean, dude, this this team is also just, they're so in flux. And the craziest thing, I feel like they were in so many games this year. Like, they were, they, I think they were 0-11-1. And, and then down the stretch, they won three games and were in almost every single game. I think and they, even in the first half of the season, they were in a lot of games, too. I think they did well against the spread. Like, if you took yes, the Texans to cover absolutely. every week, I'm pretty sure you would have been up money at the end of the season i i could be wrong about that probably a good amount of money because yeah, i remember them being they, good against the spread just like every time every yeah every time i every went to single look. week yeah they were really good so yeah i mean i imagine the texans might be a little better next year depending on who they draft um you know i was high on their quarterback this year and he was kind of meh so we'll see what they are next year um and then the afc west which you know everyone the hype of around this division this year was so high and the division as a whole was arguably the biggest disappointment of the NFL season. Um, and the Broncos, by far, the biggest disappointment of the NFL season. Uh, the Broncos were awful. Just awful. Like, I never wanted to watch a single one of their games, and I knew what was going to happen to them. And they won last- yesterday. Uh, I didn't watch a single snap. Their but... their offense for like the first three quarters of the season was like actually one of the most incompetent things I've ever seen. Like... It was really their red zone offense, but yeah, their offense in general was. Really Dude, bad. they just weren't good. I'm sorry, they just weren't good. And Russ, Russ also had some injuries in the mid- middle of the season. I, I think he, yep. um, but I don't know, man. Yep. The, the only, they scored the lowest points in the NFL. Yeah, I don't think that I don't really see a good future for this team. I, although I do think Jerry Judy is showing he can be a consistently good producer if he stays healthy. I think that's a big if, but when he's healthy, 
he he seems to be putting up yards, uh, especially in the last half of the season with Russ. Um, Raiders finished six and eleven. I'm not surprised whatsoever, honestly. The Raiders just always find a way to fumble the bag, no matter how much talent they have. I was low on them because I thought their defense in the beginning of the season. I was low on them because I, you know, I, I just didn't think their defense was very good. Uh, Mike Mc, which was correct. What's his name? <laughs> Josh Josh McDaniels has a pretty large sample at this point from his one year on the Broncos and now this year as like not a very good head coach for an yeah. NFL team. And we'll see if we'll see how long he stays there. But you know they they're probably not going to have year, Derek but... Carr next year. So yeah, I don't he's know. Probably gone what that team's going to look like, man. Which is crazy because they brought Devontae to be that guy for him. And Devontae had a great year, to be fair. Yeah. Um, But yeah, this team just... Yeah, I I feel like they were kind of going to be what we've expected from them for the past 15 years is pretty bad. Maybe have a playoff appearance. Pretty bad for the most part. Um, And then the Chargers and Chiefs. You know, the Chargers got into the playoffs... You know, I think there's a lot of question marks about the Chargers. They've, I mean, their biggest question mark this year was just health. You know, they've had so many injuries. Um, Herbert has really carried them. Um, offense and defense has had a ton of injuries. Um, you know, if they're healthy, they can go toe to toe with the best of them. Um, and, but I, I don't. They're not there yet. You know, I think we all had a lot of hopes that they could potentially be kind of this year's, last year's Bengals team this year. Um, they're, they're, yeah, they're just not there. But who knows? You know, maybe they make a run, and maybe next year everyone's healthy and they're really good. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see them making a run, but realistically, you know, I think they'll just put up a good fight and probably lose in the first round. Defensively, I thought that they were pretty solid in the last couple games of the season, yeah, and if they they can roll that momentum into the playoffs, then you know that'll maybe have something going for them, but. Yeah, they're I mean, never he's back on offense too. So you know, well, actually, Mike Williams. Back yeah, I don't know if he's going to play, but but what I will say is like this particular year, I never watched the Chargers and thought to myself like that team is a team that like is just going to like destroy team. You know, like they always play close games yeah. no matter what, and it's just it's just hard for me to like. It's the same thing what I said before about like Deshaun Watson like. I'm willing to believe that Justin Herbert can be a Super Bowl contending type quarterback, but the team needs to show me before I believe it, right? Like, yeah, just like the Bengals last year. And I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. The Chargers are, are a weird team because on the one hand, like Herbert is, you can make an argument that Herbert could be the best quarterback in the league on his best day, but yeah. it's not consistent. It's not consistent and their defense is inconsistent. And they're just, their decision, like the coaching is weird and, yeah, I don't know, man. I, yeah, anyways. They're a good team, but there's just a lot of question marks. So Yeah. And then a team, probably... A team that doesn't have any question marks is the Kansas City Chiefs, who won 14 games this season, lost three. Um, yeah, and looked like one of the best teams all year. Mahomes threw for um, 5,000 yards. It doesn't yeah, matter it, if Tyreek's not there. Like, Yeah, this, this, team, is, this team is really good. Uh, you know, toe-to-toe with the Bills is the best team in the conference. Um, yeah, I mean, they did kind of what we expected. I will say I was lower on the Chiefs than probably most people to start the year. And I don't even know most people. Just I think that there were a handful of people who were lower on the Chiefs this year, but they showed up and 
here we are come playoff time with them locking up the one seed per se and you know expected to make a deep run and potentially will lift the lift the championship at the end of the year yeah i mean their three losses so two of their losses were to the bills and the Bengals, both close competitive games against real good playoff caliber teams um and then their other loss was like that weird fluky loss to the colts so like Mm -hmm. if you actually look at their season as a whole like I don't know. Like they were just pretty dominant and like, that's what Mahomes is. He's dominant. And I kind yeah. of think that, you know, I have, I'm currently holding a 10 to one ticket on the chiefs to win the super bowl, which I, I don't remember when I placed that. It might've been sometime early in the season. And currently I believe they're the favorites. Um, yeah. At like plus 300 or 400. Or I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we need to talk much about this. They kind of did what, you know, maybe they weren't expected to be this good this year, but we all know that we all ex- we all know that it's within expectation for Andy Reid and for Patrick Mahomes to deliver a season like this. So, yeah, I, I, you know, we'll see how it goes. They're not going to play in the wild card round because they have a bye. So, we will see them in action in two weeks. But yeah, pretty high in the Chiefs as always. Uh, let's go to the NFC East, which is, uh, I mean. This, this is, is the, the highlight. This is probably of the, the highlight of the season. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This division was incredible, and coming off of what back to back or back to back to back years of just absolute garbage, <laughs> like this was the worst division in football. Getting a team into the playoffs like six or seven wins, I think last year, the year before, or something like just like ridiculously bad. And this division was the best division in football. I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the Commanders missed out on the playoffs, went eight, eight and one, but they had plenty of good games, had their chances, you know, very competitive against some of the top teams. Giants got into the playoffs. They what a turnaround for the Giants. You know, Dabble Dabble, you know, was really, really good head coach. Um like I, I didn't watch enough of them. I do know that they changed their scheme on offense and Danny Dimes looked looked very competent under that. I know biggest question mark for Danny was the turnovers, which he's been had high numbers throughout his first few years in the league. But this year, I think he finished the season with like eleven or eight interceptions or something like that. But like pretty much cutting him in half or let or even more from the past few years. Um, Saquon has looked like Saquon of old, like arguably the best running back in the league, and their defense super scrappy, super good. Um, and you know they they definitely have potential um, to win a game. I think. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that um, in a bit. I, I think da- I mean Dable to me has to be coach of the year. I just I know that coach of the year is often based on record and like you know the Eagles who we'll talk about in a sec went fourteen and three. So like some people are saying Nick Sirianni should be It'll, coach of the year, uh, yeah, but like I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to Sirianni. But the problem with that to me is just like it has to be evaluated relative to what you have on your team and the giants have absolutely nobody like their receiving core is terrible none of their receivers other than maybe a healthy wandale robinson and a healthy sterling shepherd who who those guys are like wide receiver two and a halfs at best like nobody on their team is cracking certain depth charts you know on other on other teams and i i just for sure he turned that team into into very into being just competent offensively and like you said daniel jones looked great i think that i think that the giants are like kind of 
like i think that they're kind of a light version of the titans if you will which is to say this they have a good running back they have a quarterback who most thought was bad for a while but turns out to be pretty solid they don't have a ton of receiving weapons their defense isn't necessarily the most talented but they do have some guys but most importantly the coaching is just yeah. so incredible and and i think what we've learned from this giant season is, or or what we're reminded of is just how important good coaching is in the nfl yeah for sure so yeah like we'll get to the giants in the playoffs in a sec but super happy for them my uh my stepdad's a big giants fan and his kids are as well and i i know we have some friends who are giants fans so congrats to you all uh i'm a little salty <laughs> that the giants made the playoffs and the jets didn't but uh you know that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes and uh daniel jones gotta give credit to him he was the butt of jokes for many years yeah uh so yeah and then the commanders finished eight and eight and it's just like do we need to talk about the commanders they're a dumpster fire organization uh their quarterback situation is in flux because carson wentz sucks Uh, terry mclaurin is good jahan dotson is going to be an electric player um that's about all i have to say and i really don't care about this team (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're not they're not great they had a good year for probably where the expectations were but yeah they're, they're not good uh and then the cowboys who put up a pretty damn good year 12 and 5 but I'm not scared of the Cowboys one bit. <laughs> like if I had a team that was playing them in the playoffs, I would not be scared. Dak just makes so many poor decisions consistently. I feel like they just have poor route running occasionally. They their execution isn't great. Their defense is good. Um, you know they can win games. Like they can they can beat the best teams on a good day. But boy, they're they're you know they're the exact example of that. You have to show me you can do it. Um, and they don't show it consistently, and they still managed to win 12 games. And yesterday had a chance to lock up the one seed had they um, won their game, and the Eagles lost. So, you know, like... No, that's the, the Eagles won. No, I know. Had the Eagles lost. Oh, yeah. Um. So, you know, again, question marks. We'll see how well they do, but I'm just not scared of this team. And, you know, the Eagles, and then the Eagles, who finished 14-3, and fantastic team. Across the board, they're really good, really deep, especially on defense. Their offense is, I mean, Hurts is phenomenal. Um, they have great coaching. and But again, I'm I'm personally not super scared of the Eagles. Um, I, their first half of games always look good, and then the second half seems to be any team can kind of claw back into the game. Um, so we'll see what they look like going, you know, in two weeks. But I'm... This division was phenomenal in the regular season. I just don't see either the Cowboys or any of these teams, the Giants, Cowboys, or Eagles, winning uh, the championship this year. Maybe the Eagles, but that's just that's a personal opinion. Yeah, my my quick take on this is I th- I do think the Eagles are really good. I do think they're going to be good in the playoffs. But yeah, there are questions of like just like we haven't seen Jalen Hurts in this moment yet. So like, how is he going to be? I mean. They did make the playoffs last year and they lost to the Bucks in the first round, but that team wasn't nearly the team it is now. So, Facts. you know, I think having a bye should benefit them. Um, not so much yeah. Jalen Hurts, who is recovering or has recovered from a shoulder injury. I'm sure maybe it'll help a little bit for him, but mostly just for the other guys on the team. Uh, so they will be full go uh, in the divisional round. But 
I don't know. I'm still pretty high on them. Um, they're not my Super Bowl pick, but you know we'll get to that later. Um, and then quickly on the Cowboys, like I was really impressed with Ceedee Lamb. He had a great year. Yeah, da- he was a great. Year. On Dak Prescott's best day, he's an excellent quarterback. He just is so inconsistent, and he loves to throw pick sixes. So <laughs> I don't think that that's going to be a very good trait to have in the playoffs. And like we all know that McCarthy is a shit coach, pretty much. So. Let's move on though, because we have a lot to get to, and uh, yeah. not a not a ton of time per se. Um, Vikings win the NFC North; they go thirteen and four. Um, they Phenomenal had a year. shit ton of one score. I, I, take a take a guess at something. Uh, you might already have looked. I want you to guess what do you think their point differential was this year? I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It, it's negative three. <laughs> they won. 13 games, lost only four, and had a point differential of negative three. This is the most fraudulent team I've I I I've ever seen go 13. Uh, yeah, so I can't my get my only it. argument for them is so like had they been in the AFC, they would have given up the most points, tied for the most points. Um so their defense is awful. Their offense is spectacular. They have arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Um, I don't even know if it is. No, he's the best. Like, he is. He is the best. Yeah. But I actually don't um, think their offense is spectacular because spectacular would imply some amount of consistency, and and Kirk Cousins is not. I would not describe I mean, him as consistent. I don't know. I like sure. Maybe they're not the most consistent, but they get twenty to thirty points every single game. They put up, they put up the points. Like it's sure. I I can see a world where they get slowed down like relatively easily, but no one has done it super consistently across four quarters they won 13 games and i know almost every single one of their games was like a one score game or something um and you know they had a lot of clutches some of the other teams choked but they're also been in a lot of close games i think that is one thing that is super useful when it comes to playoffs like they, they know how to win they know how to win even though they are fraudulent in a lot of ways yeah I'm, so, I'm i mean i so do out. i do not expect them to win um, because their defense is just atrocious. But I think they can put up points, and I think they may show us that in the playoffs, whether they win or lose. Um, that, you know, if they have an improved defense in the next couple of years and they keep their pieces on offense, you know, I, that they could be a little scary because when you have that go-to guy who's going to get you a catch every single time you need him to, going to create separation, you have a running back who can – break tackles get yards you know you have a very competent offense yeah so yeah well, but i'm with you like i don't i'm not high on them but i think their capabilities are greater than what you are (laughs) no 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 i acknowledge that their offense is capable of of being a top five offense i guess you could say but i just don't think it's i don't know I, i i think their offensive line is really bad with based on what happened with injuries this season um, especially in the last few games. And and so I think that that's going to be a major, major issue for them in the playoffs. We'll get to that in a sec. But let's move on. Um, yep. Let's just quickly go through the Bears and the Packers because I don't think there's a ton to say here. So real quick yeah. on the Bears, they go 3-14. and 14. Fields shows shows this year that he's pretty good, but they don't have a, talented, a, a ton of talent on the roster outside of him. There's a lot yep. of question marks about how they can change that going forward but they lock up the first overall pick thanks to the Texans. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Uh, Packers finish eight and nine. This team was pretty awful to start the season and kind of had a run at the end there, but we're not able to make the playoffs. I don't have much to say about this, man. Like 
I think the Packers are who I expected them to be without Devontae Adams. And their defense has always been questionable to me. And people were saying that it would be the strong suit of their team this year. And like, I, like, I guess it was because their offense was so bad early on, but like, I don't think their defense is particularly good or special either. So no surprises on the Packers. Do you have any thoughts about those two teams? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, specifically the Packers, I think they took a bigger drop on offense than I anticipated. Um, I, I think their defense is <coughs> still very capable. They're the past two years I've been high on their defense and they have not shown up, but you know, they have some guys, some rookies who played pretty well this year. They still have some pretty, pretty talented guys on cornerback and safety and some linebackers. I think they'll be better next year, but again, I've been saying that. So, you know, until that happens, we'll see. Um, you know, I think if with another off season of Aaron Rodgers working with those wide receivers, they could be better. And, you know, maybe they're a 10 win team next year, but yeah, I don't think they'll be back to being that elite offense. And then the bears, you know, lock up the one seed. I, they're not going to, they're not going to take a quarterback. So I'll be curious who they take. Um, and yeah, the bears are bad. The yeah. Bears are just bad. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> uh lions. NFC South. No lions. Oh, right. I wanted to leave this one because I, I feel like this was one of the best sort of stories of the year. I mean, they didn't make the Absolutely. playoffs, but they they put themselves in a position to at least uh, going nine and eight. And uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is him. We know that now. <laughs> He's really good. Yeah, he is. He's so good. Uh, you're a big Jared Goff guy. I was not a big Jared <laughs> Goff guy. And yeah, I mean, the offense looks pretty fucking good, but I, I really... I mean, I think a lot of it is a product of how good their offensive line is. But yeah, I mean, to their credit, yes, they get their lines. They they have one of the best offensive and defensive lines in the league. Their offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, apparently is like going to get a head coaching job soon. Like he's that good. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of their success. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what I happens. I kind of hate that sometimes because then a team that was really good can just be bad. I just feel like once they have a fully up to speed Jamison Williams combined with Amon Ross and Brown, like that is just such a sexy combination for like yeah. both just they're both like like one super explosive and one isn't as explosive, but but massive. Yeah, I mean, he's just so like Amon Ra, the way he runs routes, he always gets open. He's a gamer. And then Jamison Williams is just going to like take the top off the defense. Like I'm really excited yeah. for their future. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I mean th- they really were. I was so disappointed they didn't make the playoffs because I think they could have made it in the playoffs, and I don't anticipate the Seahawks doing that. Um, but you know this team is a lot of potential for years to come, so we'll see. Uh, On to the NFC South. This was the most mediocre division in the entire NFL. We had. All four of these teams are are not very good. The Panthers, Saints, Falcons all finished seven and ten. Not much to say about them. Tons of question marks. A lot of coaching, quarterback, offensive question marks. All three of their well, at least the Saints and Panthers defenses looked you know looked pretty competent throughout the year. Um, but offensively is where, where we we just don't know what they're going to do. The Falcons are not good, but they managed to crack out wins. Um, and the Bucks still managed to take the one seed and get into the playoffs. And who knows Brady, but this team has looked awful this year. Their defense, which was probably, which has been one of the best defenses in the league the past couple years, was really bad. Just, I mean, you know, they were in the low-scoring games, but they just would get picked apart in weird ways. And they have a lot of weaknesses. Their offensive line's weak. Brady just doesn't look that great. Um, so I don't expect them to win, but you can't count out Brady. 
yeah, always going to count on Brady. You can't count them out, but like their coaching was fucking awful this year. <laughs> like they're yeah. they were so not fun to watch, and Brady yeah, just has no really protection, weren't. like you said. Um, yeah, I don't have anything to say about the other three teams other than that Chris yeah. Olave is going to be a good receiver. I just mm-hmm. don't care about the NFC South whatsoever. So I'm down yeah, to move on either. if you are. Yeah, <laughs> and All then right. the last division, the NFC West, which okay, well, I mean, we'll get we'll get into it in a little bit, but the Cardinals absolute dumpster fire. Absolute dumpster fire. Cliff Kingsbury got fired this morning. Thank God they need to change it up. Kyler is not him, but their offense has yeah. potential. I think Kyler and could be him with a better a better coaching situation. But I do I, think I don't Ky- know Kyler has him, certain yeah, attitude he's... things that kind of make me feel like he might not be that, that I agree. number one guy. I agree. Uh, but their offense has capabilities, and they were disappointing to me. I thought they'd be better. Um, but, yeah, this team just blew up and lost everything rams kind of a similar situation i mean stafford getting hurt and injured everyone got hurt on the rams this year i don't even know everyone got hurt mcveigh yeah even even i will say though had the injuries not happened i wouldn't still didn't like the way they looked that early part of the season before more injuries came through it just they just didn't look good and you know they gave up all their picks to win last year and they're it's gonna be tough going to be tough in extra years the rams are not going to be back um so we'll see what happens with them seahawks got in yesterday winning the final game of the season they had a great year geno smith broke broke russ's passing yards record geno smith was really good i think he'll he could be on the move if they don't keep him uh they have their defensive rookie picks uh in the draft last year have been phenomenal this year for them their defense is pretty capable but um yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what they look like in the playoffs but you know they could probably i imagine they'll probably just be a 500 team next year like around that their offensive capabilities their offensive rookies were also very good they, they drafted two That's tackles true. and uh, they really you know credit, credit to their front office who their front office was the butt of a lot of jokes after they made that terrible trade with the jets for jamal adams yeah, and uh, you know they made the rust trade and they hit on a lot of their picks, so that looks yeah, their picks, really good. Yeah, phenomenal draft last year, so they they could definitely be, you know, in that playoff conversation for years to come. I think it kind of depends on where Gino goes, though. To be fair, that's true. First place, 49ers, thirteen and four. Um, this team is elite. I love everything about them. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down late in the season, broken foot. And uh, they don't really miss a beat. They uh, throw in... Well, I guess I should say Trey Lance goes down in the second week of the season. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo's back. And then uh, and then Brock Purdy, who apparently has earned the nickname Big Cock Brock in the locker room, uh, <laughs> is... Uh, yeah, he's... He's just playing good football. I mean, he was Mr. Irrelevant, dude. He, yeah, he was the last pick in the draft this year. And he's yeah. playing really well. And... I just love everything about the 49ers. Last year, we we both loved the 49ers in the playoffs, and I love them again this year. So, Yeah, they made the big, uh, massive trade to get Christian McCaffrey, which, I mean, he's looked phenomenal for them. I mean, so good. The team has everything you need to win a championship. Yeah, yeah and absolutely like, everything. another thing that people who follow the NFL may have not be thinking about the last couple of weeks is that Debo Samuel is, I think, healthy now. Yeah. So when fully healthy, they have, and is Elijah Mitchell, their second running back, who's also very talented, right. is healthy. So they have an immense amount of, of 
weapons. And yeah. I mean, Brandon Ayuk had a phenomenal season. Like not yeah, maybe not yeah. fantasy wise, but like real life football, he's very good. So I, I really, really like this team. And and we don't need to say anything about their defense. We know what the deal is there. So yeah, elite defense. So uh, yeah, that kind of wraps up all the teams. But uh, good a good season overall. You know, I, I would say as Pats and Jets fans, we had some disappointment, some heartbreak, but also some positive takeaways. Uh, yeah, let me just interject there real quick because I forgot to mention this, and I have to mention this as a Jets fan. We had a phenomenal draft. We 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 drafted Sauce Gardner, who appears to be a top five corner already. We drafted. Garrett Wilson, who definitely seems to be a very good receiver, as long as we can get a you know someone to throw him the ball, and then Brees Hall was having rookie of the year type season as a rookie running back for the Jets until he tore his ACL. So future's bright. That's all I want to say about that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll wrap up with just the first round of the playoff preview, and then our Super Bowl picks. So you want to kick that off? Yeah, let's do it. So let's see here. Wild card weekend is this coming weekend. The first game, Saturday, 4.30 p.m. The Seahawks are at the 49ers. The 49ers are 10-point favorites. Wow. And I didn't realize it was that massive. You know, I do think double digits is a big number, but, like, I can't say I'm surprised. I mean, this Seahawks no. team, like you said, is – they had a solid season, but they're not super special. And this 49ers team is absolutely elite on both sides of the ball. So, And they play in the same division. And, you know, the first matchup, 49ers won 21-13. Second matchup, they won 27-17. Or, sorry, other way around. The first matchup was 27-7. And then most recently it was 21-13. So, you know, the 49ers won both games. 10 points is a lot. I imagine it could be closer. It, you know, I, I wouldn't... I don't know. Either, anyways, the 49ers are the favorite. They should be the favorite. We all expect them to win. I don't know if there's a ton to necessarily talk about when it comes to this matchup. Yeah, I don't think there is either. I mean, I think it's a big advantage for... It's always an advantage for teams in the playoffs when they have a lot of sort of tape of them playing the other team. And that's the case here because, like you said, the Seahawks are in their division. So I think the 49ers are very familiar with what the Seahawks do, what they want to do, both offensively and defensively. And I think that that's going to benefit them a lot. And at the end of the day, I think talent wins out. And unless Brock Purdy has like, like unless he like has a terrible performance and they implode, I don't really see how they lose this game. Um, And obviously the betting line suggests that they are very, very likely to win the game. Um, So yeah, not much to say here. I think we're both picking the 49ers. Um, and to be honest, I'll be really disappointed if they do somehow lose because this is a team I want to see go far. I think that they're the cream of the crop this year. So I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. Uh, the next game at eight fifteen on Saturday would be the Chargers versus the Jags. Let's go. Which is a really hype matchup. The Chargers are favored by a point, um, and it's at home for the Jags, right? Yeah, it is. Um, this team, these two teams played earlier in the season. I think it was week two or week three week three and the jags absolutely walloped them 38 to 10 um i know this i think keenan allen had just gone down i think mike williams might have been out no mike williams was there but anyways they had some injuries um i you know the Chargers hadn't figured it out 
What week was uh, that? This was before the Jacks were humming. It's like week three. I'm pretty sure Herbert was still dealing with the rib injury. Yeah, it might have been that too. So they, they got absolutely... No, Herbert played that game. No, no, no. He, he played, but he was not 100%. Yeah. I mean, he threw for almost 300 yards. But anyways, um, yeah, this is really interesting. You know, we've seen one of the hottest teams coming into the playoffs playing absolutely spectacular football at home against one of the wildcard teams in in the Chargers who, you know, I think expectation is the Chargers can definitely win this game, but there, there's no heavy favorite here. You know, I think it could go either way. We got a matchup of two young studs playing quarterback. Um, and I, this, I think it'll probably come down to the defenses. I imagine both these teams are going to be able to put up 20 to 30 points. Um, and I, I, I can see this game just coming down to, down to the wire, one defensive stand, one last second field goal, something like that. I could totally see it happening that way. So I'm excited for this one. I'm super excited just because I, I love it when we get two young quarterbacks in the playoffs against each other. Um, I think, in my opinion, from a betting perspective, like you said, the Chargers are one-point favorites. They opened actually as two-and-a-half-point favorites, and so clearly money has come in on the Jaguars. I just don't see why this game isn't a pick em. Like, Jaguars are yeah, at home. Much. And yeah, you give the Chargers a slight advantage because they have Herbert, but like, I don't know. The game should be a pick 'em to me. So I actually bet on the Jaguars. I, I did a fun bet on FanDuel. It was like Jaguars to win by one to 13 points. So as long as they win by that range, because yeah. I just can't see it being a blowout against Herbert. No, but I, I do I feel either. like the Jags could win. And I think that was like plus 175. So I like yeah. that bet. But um, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, my I don't know. Like, do you have an official prediction for this game? No, the, the, like you said, this is a total pick I, I think, I mean, just based on recency bias, I think the Jags would be my pick. But I'm a, I'm a huge Chargers and Herbert stan, and, you know, this team's healthy and kind of ramping up, and I, I, I think they'll be ready. Um, I'm excited for this game. I, I don't, you know, I think just, like, as a, as a more rational pick, the Jaguars would be the pick. But I, there's no world where I don't see the Chargers having really good chance of winning this game either so uh yeah i'm excited for both those games on saturday if you want to move on to the sunday ones yeah i mean real quick just a note on on that game like i think i lean jaguars as well i mean obviously i said i bet that but in terms of an actual pick i I think i also lean the jaguars just because the way they improved throughout the season on offense was and i guess maybe defense too but specifically offense was impressive to me and yeah it was like, if you look at the last couple games of the regular season that the Chargers played, like, they didn't play that many good teams. They gave up 24. No. They, they only beat the Cardinals by, like, one point, like, I don't know, like, five, six weeks ago. They <laughs> lost to the Raiders, who, you know, questionable team, close divisional game, whatever. Uh, they beat the Tua Dolphins, so, like, when Tua was playing. So that was kind of impressive. But then their wins are against the chart, the Titans, the Colts, the Rams, and then they lost to the Broncos last, you know, week 18, which doesn't matter. So I just, like, yeah. don't really feel as though they are particularly at their peak of the season. And, I, you know, I could be proven wrong come Saturday, but, you know, you know, I completely, I completely agree. I mean, they played the Chiefs tight twice. They played one score game against the 49ers, and they get lost by two touchdowns to the uh, Seahawks. And outside of the the Jags, those are the only teams they played that are in the playoffs. So you know, they 
they had a decent season, nothing exceptional. And like we already discussed, they were super banged up. So we'll see. You know, I, I think they won down the stretch, and they're probably figuring it out. They got their guys back, but uh, yeah, like this is a pickup. So I mean, I'm excited if, for this game, if Mike Williams isn't playing, like that's a massive loss. It's yeah, a massive absolutely. loss. So we'll yeah. see about that. All right, um, let's, so let's the move 1 on. p.m. game on Sunday is Dolphins Bills. That's an exciting one. Um, we'll see if two is back for that or not. You know, I, I expect the Bills to win. You know, I think they played a played a really tight, cold game. I think three weeks ago or something, Dolphins went to Buffalo. Um, so you know, this is a divisional matchup. These guys know each other well. I I, I anticipate this being a f- relatively close game. Um, and I it, I mean, truly, it all depends on if two is back. If two is back, you know, the Dolphins could pull off the upset. But if he's not back, you know, you gotta expect the Bills to win by a lot. They're favored right now by ten and a half. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, Tua's regardless is put into that line already. So Buffalo's are big favorites, but I expect it to be closer than that. What do you mean by put into the line? Because if I think if if Tua got announced as a starter, I think this line drops for sure. No, yeah, exactly. Like at the moment, like him, I think him being out is why it's. it's Yeah, yeah, totally. So uh, yeah, I mean, if Tua plays, it easily goes under that. So this game is weird, just from a betting perspective. Like I actually have no interest in betting this game like i have yeah. no faith in the dolphins especially without Tua. but even with Tua, i just don't think it's that likely that they beat the bills in buffalo um i agree and yet i have no faith in the bills to win by 10 and a half points or whatever the spread is so yeah. it's just like uh from a betting perspective i think i do stay away. i think i do if two doesn't play um well, I guess it also depends about Teddy Bridgewater, right? Because like, if Skylar Thompson is the quarterback, then then yes. But I, guess I that's true too. If Teddy's back, then I think Teddy can run the offense decently, and I think the drop off from Teddy to Tua is not as big as it's sometimes made out to be. So yeah, I guess probably, it, I, I guess it really depends on those injuries. But yeah, not much to say here. I mean, expect the Bills to roll, and yep, we'll be shocked if they lose. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, next game, Giants Vikings. This should be a good one. Should be a really good one. I think the Giants defense is going to hold the Vikings enough that the Giants are going to be in this game. Um, however, the Vikings are very capable of putting twenty to thirty points up every single week, if not more. And if it pushes that thirty thirty mark, I will. I'll, I'll be concerned that the Giants are going to be able to put up enough points i mean this vikings defense bad so maybe the giants are able to just run all over them and push the ball downfield constantly and you know it's just it's a close game but um yeah that, that's that's my only concern i think the giants can win this game but if you know you're pushing 30 if 30 plus points i think it will be a little hard for the giants to win yeah yeah i mean not a ton of disagreements there. Um, the line is the Vikings are favored by three, which basically yep. means that these team Vegas views these teams as neutral or as even on a neutral field. Um, so I think the line's pretty much correct there. But if I did have yeah. to make a betting pick, I would absolutely be on the Giants plus three just because I think it's a close game. I think they're a scrappy team. They yeah. almost beat this Vikings team, which and that game was also in Minnesota. Yeah. Um. And they they could have easily won that game, and I, I think they are very live to win this game. And as I said before, I believe the Vikings are fraudulent. I'm fading the Vikings this year. Um, I would love to. You know, normally I don't really root for the Giants <laughs> in general, but like I definitely w- would love to see them win this game. Yeah. And 
yeah, I think the Vikings are frauds. So I hope that that ends up being the case. But it's unfor- unfortunately, it's very possible that the Vikings will win this game too. So yeah. I don't know. My I'm actually going to go with the Giants, though, as my official prediction, just to keep it spicy. Yeah, I, I think the Vikings pull this out, but I would not be surprised if the Giants do. Like you said, it's ba- basically a pick em if they were playing on a neutral field. Plus, the Giants already played there. It was a good game. You know, I anticipate this being a close one. Um, the next one is Ravens Bengals, which is, I mean, if Lamar's back, who knows what happens? You know, week week five they played Ravens won nineteen seventeen. Um, then they played in the last week of the season. You know, a lot of people sat out, whatever, and Bengals won twenty seven sixteen. Um, but you know, if Lamar plays, this could be a super close game. Um, I do think the Bengals will win this game. They've been ramping up. They look pretty good. They're six and a half point favorites currently playing at home. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's that's a pretty good line. You know, it, I imagine if Lamar plays, that goes to what maybe three and a half, three mm. something like that. Yeah, maybe 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 it only goes to like five or something. But uh, honestly, if Lamar plays, I hope that that line goes to three or three and a half because I'll be all over the Bengals there. Yeah, yeah. Right now, like six if it was at six i'd take them but six and a half getting a touchdown who knows but yeah anyways i i think this is you know there's not much to talk about here it's like if lamar plays it should be a good game i still don't expect the ravens to win but uh yeah currently as it stands the Bengals be my pick and i I look forward to seeing them you know we we say all you know you said in the when we were talking about the ravens in the season recap that you know they don't allow a lot of points which I guess is true on the numbers, but I got to say like when they go up against wide receiver tandems that are elite, like T Higgins, Jamar chase this week, or, you know, they, they played the dolphins. And so that was Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle. They struggle to contain both. You know, one of those two in the duo always seems to go off. And I just don't have a lot of faith in the Ravens cornerbacks and there's secondary in general just to yeah. stop the Bengals offense. I mean, and we're not even mentioning like Tyler Boyd and Hayden Hurst who have become good. Or Mixon. Yeah, I mean, Mixon in the running game and also in the passing game a bit. And they also have these two guys who just do random things at random times, Trent Taylor and Trenton Irwin. Do you know who I'm talking about? Maybe. They're They're just like Irwin. weird depth wide receivers who like come out of nowhere and like catch good like in – impressive touchdowns here and there Mm. anyways i just think that the Bengals are gonna have a lot of success in the passing game and i just don't see i just don't see the ravens succeeding that much offensively like i just don't yeah i just don't see it so i'm pretty inclined to to take the bangle i mean my prediction is definitely the Bengals with or without lamar yeah same and uh i think i'm gonna try to find a Bengals minus six as well but you know i think that's very on the one hand like it does worry me because i feel like everyone's gonna be on the Bengals, so it's like you generally don't want to be on the public yeah you know on the train with the public but we'll see yeah i mean i think if lamar plays you have to take ravens plus six yeah didn't change yeah if lamar plays i would definitely take ravens six or six and a half probably I probably wouldn't take it past there, though, even though the line might fall past there. Just because I, I just don't trust. Like, Lamar hasn't played in a right, while no, now. So, it's, like, it's is true. he, like, what if he's, like, not even, you know, good at running the offense? But it's valid. All valid points. Um, I, last thing on the Bengals, like, 
I they have to like this this is this game is really important because to me at least because like it's Joe Burrow and like Joe Burrow is a guy like he was asked in the post game press conference of week 18 like do you think you're in a good Super Bowl window right now and his response right. was my window is my whole career like right. this guy is like Brady in that sense and I just really I now that we know he's the real deal in the playoffs, like I just want to see him go far in every playoff situation. So I'm really rooting for the Bengals just for the good of the NFL. And if you ever yeah. are someone that entertains like the conspiracy theories of like the NFL is going to benefit one team, is going to influence the refs to benefit one team versus another, it would be in this game where it's like, it's much more valuable to the NFL if Joe Burrow advances in the playoffs than it is Lamar Jackson, in my opinion. Obviously, yeah, that right. might not. Don't put too much stock in that, but I do think that that's a bit of an angle. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the last game is the Cowboys Bucks on Monday night. Now, this one is really exciting to me because the Cowboys are away; they're favored by three. But the Bucks have got had the Cowboys number the past couple years. We don't know what we're going to get from Dak. You know, he's a good quarterback, but is he going to make that? You know, that terrible decision. Brady is Brady. Um, and to me, this is kind of a pick em, you know, honestly. Uh, like, I'm the Cowboys should be, you know, based on the record and comparatively how these two teams have looked all season, even though the Bucks won week one, I feel like the Cowboys should be favored by like a touchdown at least, you know, but they're favored by three points. And I think that just goes to show, you know, you, you can't write off the Bucks, especially with Brady. And Cowboys just aren't that scary of a team. Yeah, I mean, I disagree a lot with the idea that this game should be a pick Um I think Dallas minus three is probably a, a good... Uh, I don't, I don't want to say it's a correct line because I, I think there's value on it on Dallas. But, yeah. um, but it's close to being a correct line. Um, I'd say probably Dallas three and a half. Minus three and a half is the line I would make. Um, I just yeah, I mean they should be the favorites. There is Don't there me. is no reason why Dallas. I don't want to say there's no reason why they shouldn't win the game. Their defense is legitimately insanely good this year for a That's long true. stretch of time, and their secondary I think is where the questions are. And you know they didn't come. They they both of these teams lost week eighteen. Cowboys were probably trying a little bit harder than the Bucks, but the Bucks still played their starters, uh, at least for a little bit. So I, I just, this is a hard one, man. I think this is going to be the most interesting game. But Outside of maybe Chargers-Jags, yeah. Yeah, I mean, those two for sure. I, I think, I mean, I just have to ride with the team that's overall been a playoff caliber team all season, which is the Dallas Cowboys. Like, the, the Buccaneers, so much of why the Buccaneers are considered live is because of Tom Brady. For sure. Absolutely. But what people forget is that Tom Brady hasn't been that good this entire year. Like, yes, he's had good moments, but like Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady that he used to be. And especially not because of the offensive line. Like the offensive line is awful. He has no time to throw the Dallas defensive line versus the Bucks offensive line. I was talking about this in our discord that is possibly the biggest mismatch I can recall yeah. seeing in a long time. Maybe even since the Super Bowl where the Bucks defensive line destroyed the Chiefs injured offensive line. 
Yeah. So yeah, I just no, you're you're right. You're definitely right. It's for, just, for that reason, I have to go. I have to take the Cowboys. Like, I I fully admit, like it, it's scary to pick against Tom Brady, <laughs> and the and the Bucks do have talent, and they are playing a little bit better, and they are at home. But it's not like the coaching is very good, right? And like the Cowboys coaching is bad. But when we faded the Cowboys last year in the playoffs, it was against Kyle Shanahan, who's like one of the best. You know, his coaching, him and his coaching staff is one of the best in the league. Like, the difference between bad coaching in this matchup on the Cowboys and bad coaching on the Bucks is not that big. So, I just think at the end of the day, I could totally see this game being close, but I have to ride with the Cowboys, and I think I'm going to try to bet them minus three. Even, but I might even wait to get a minus two and a half if I can. Yeah, I I think as a fan of football, I would love to see the Cowboys come in here and dominate this game. Because that's what they're supposed to do. Will they do it? <laughs> yeah. Will they do it? That's that's the question mark, right? I'm I'm still a Tom Brady believer, and I I want the Bucks to make one final run while he's there. But you know, I, the Cowboys should win this game, and I think they should win handily because of how good their defense is. So we'll see. One but of, like you said, super interesting game. One of my biggest good bets of this NFL season was. I don't remember what week it was, but it was when the Cowboys were visiting the Vikings. So they were away against the Vikings. The Cowboys were coming off a loss to the Packers in overtime. And the line was like even or very close or something. And I hammered the Cowboys. I think it was like a 4.4 unit bet or something. And this game does remind me of that a little bit in the sense that they just lost in week 18 to the Commanders and they were kind of trying so I think that that might be influencing public perception a little bit. And they're traveling on the road. And they're facing a team that is just not better than them. I mean, they could be better on an individual day. But over the course of the season, the Cowboys were clearly much better than the Bucks. And I just feel like this game could be an absolute shit show for the Bucks. Like, I, I you know... When yeah. Tom Brady threw three touchdown passes to Mike Evans two weeks ago against the Panthers, yeah, he had some time to throw, but like, I don't see how he's going to have any time, any significant time to f- make those types of throws against this this Cowboys defensive front, man. I just, I don't see it. So yeah, I mean, they're going to have to bring in a tight end and Lenny and just block every single down. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I completely agree. I can see it going that way, but. This is the type of game where the Cowboys could be up 27-17 with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden the Bucks are driving down the field, and it's like you're shitting your pants because you bet on the Cowboys, and it's you're thinking to yourself, why did I do that when Tom Brady's on the other side of the field? So I'm just yeah. going to say now that if I do make that bet, I'm fully aware that that situation <laughs> might happen, but yeah. I think it's the sh- smart thing to do anyway. I, I just don't oh, see it from the Bucks this year. I agree. All right, so I don't know. Well, I think we should probably close it out with our Super Bowl picks. I kind of imagine that we're going to have similar picks here. Um, I'll, I'll start with mine. I mean, I'm all aboard the 49ers. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I am all aboard the 49ers train. You know, I when they got McCaffrey, I was just like, damn, this team has absolutely everything, and they might have even they might not have even needed him. But when they got him, it's just like. They have star power on both sides of the ball. Now they have a they have a quarterback who's not making mistakes, just doing what he needs to do, getting it out quickly. They have enough time. Both their offense and defensive lines are solid. Their defense 
arguably the best defense in the league. <laughs> in the league. Um, you know, this, this team top to bottom, wow, <laughs> voice crack all over the place, but this team top to bottom is phenomenal. Um, yeah, like if I was to bet on a team right now to win the Super Bowl, it would be the 49ers. Like that's, and I don't think there's any other team that I would put money on. Maybe the Chiefs, but uh, yeah, I just, I think they, they have the clearest um, pathway to kind of just dominate every single week. And I almost expect them to, you know, the playoffs rarely go the way you expect them to, but if they're not at least in the NFC championship game, this season's an absolute failure for them. On January 31st of last year of 2022, this was, you know, gambling had just become legalized. Uh, sports gambling had just become legalized in New York. I sprinkled the 49ers to win this <laughs> year's Super Bowl at 14 to 1. And I did that because I thought that there was a chance Tom Brady would leave the Bucks yeah. after he sort of retired for like a couple months and join the 49ers. And obviously I was yeah, wrong about that. that. Yeah. And I was wrong about that, but. I mean, now I'm holding that 49ers 14 to 1 ticket and if you look at the odds, I mean, I'm sure they're a lot lower than that. So, anyways, I'm excited. I have a betting interest in them. Um I'm just on board with you, man. They're the most complete team. I will say like their defense is capable of of um What's the way, right way to say it? I don't want to say cap- capable isn't the right word. Th- th- their defense doesn't. Their their defense has had some pretty bad moments. I would say, like yeah. the Raiders game was a shit show for their defense. Um, they gave up like a some weird like f- weird flea flicker fluky long touchdown to AJ Green as on the first pretty much the first play of the game against the Cardinals last week. But overall, like yeah, this team is them, and I think yeah. that. So last year they had Elijah Mitchell and Debo, like Debo hybrid running back receiver. <laughs> this year they don't have to use Debo or they can use Debo as a running back, but now they can rely on McCaffrey and Mitchell. And yeah. they also have like good running backs behind Mitchell. And so I just think that this team, they're going to run the ball a shit ton. They have a ton of talent running the ball and then they're going to do, they're going to play action. And you're going to have to deal with covering Kittle, Ayuk and Debo and McCaffrey out of the backfield like how do you cover that team so yeah i just don't see you know it's 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 foolish to say something like i don't see how they don't win because crazy things happen in the playoffs and only one team wins the super bowl but i mean i would be surprised if they didn't at the very minimum i expect them to make the conference finals like i would be yeah. shocked if they didn't make the conference finals and i think that they should i think that they'll win the conference finals and make it to the super bowl i yeah. could i could I'm, see them right losing to the you. chiefs right cuz like mahomes versus yeah. brock purdy like yeah you know maybe maybe you know the chiefs just yeah. outclass them but yeah. overall no, i'm I, right I, on board i i'm right there with you i mean down the stretch, they put up 38, 37, 37, 21, 35, and 33 in their last six weeks. So they're putting up 35-plus, and they held those teams to under pretty much under 20 in all of them except for the Raiders game. So, you know, th- this, this team is incredibly dominant. They're playing really good football. They've, they're going into the playoffs winning three, six, nine, ten straight games. <laughs> They've won ten straight games. Yeah, they're, they're a wagon, and so, I'm they're, they're playing their best football. I believe they're relatively healthy on both sides of the ball, but I need to double check that. 
Um, so yeah, I like them. I think I think realistically, I I see this. I see the Super Bowl as three teams from the AFC, which is Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, in that order, per, my personal order, and two teams, I guess, from the NFC, which is the 49ers and the Eagles. And I just don't, I yeah. just can't imagine any other team uh, other than those five winning. So I'm sure the yeah, markets I, I reflect agree. that. But um, yeah. That was our preview, just over 80 minutes on the pod. Good to be back after a, a probably too long hiatus. But um, Yeah, this was, this was a long one. We will, uh, we will be back to recap the first round next weekend or early next week after the games have ended, as well as we're going to bring on, I think we're going to bring on a guest, whether that's Brian or Jake or maybe even both, to talk a little bit of fantasy football recap too. So that'll be fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is this is great. Good to be back. You know, like you said, four month hiatus is a it's a good chunk of time, but we're excited to be back and hoping to do this more regularly again. And you know, we'll be back next week to talk football. So uh, for me. I'm Josh, and this is Ian, and we'll catch you next week. Yes, sir. Let's go 49ers.